0: As we know, there is a slight light at the end of the tunnel for the construction industry in Sydney. It was shut down without any consultation, no evidence, when I say no evidence, certainly no. I've been talking this morning about how the state government refuses to release the health advice. There's no data or certainly no publication of what the health advice is. We always hear about it from the Premier. and. Based on the health... Well, what is the health advice? What's the health advice, Gladys? What's the health advice, Brad Hazard? If you're making these important decisions, these life-changing, life-threatening decisions, like completely shutting down the construction industry, how about you pony up the data instead of keeping it secretive? What will it mean? The restarting of the construction industry, although it's a stilted start. Darren Greenfield from the CFMEU. Good morning to you, Darren
1: morning, Marcus. How are you, mate?
0: Good, mate. Thank you for your time. Now, of Very course, nice. there is a little light at the end of the tunnel, but of course, members who live in the following LGAs cannot leave areas for work, and construction sites in the following local government areas will not be open for work, except emergency work, and we know these areas are Fairfield, Canterbury-Bankstown, Liverpool, Georges River, Blacktown, Cumberland, Parramatta, Campbelltown. As I, Look, I'm an ex tradee brickie, well... As a brickie, I made a pretty good labourer. But anyway, (laughs) looking at all of these areas, they're all areas in particular, Campbelltown, Parramatta, Blacktown, uh, of course, Liverpool, Canterbury, all of these areas are places that used to be greenfield sites that are now construction sites with houses being built, but they're off limits still.
1: We've got major problems with the LGAs that are locked down. Marcus, obviously... Yesterday's announcement, um, as far as we're concerned, was the first step in builders getting back to work, uh, preparing for the industry to open on Saturday. We also got hit with three extra LGAs, obviously, yesterday, um, yep. on top of the five that we had, which for us, that takes in around 14,500 of our members in them lockdown areas, which is massive. Uh, look, we've, Marcus, we've got concerns with the industry grinding to a halt but I've got to say we are in discussion still with the government. This is, as I said, only the first step of pre- preparing the sites yes. um, to open. And I do have to say with the numbers that have been coming up every day, the government's probably taken a step that I thought was going to be a bigger battle mm. uh, to reopen the industry. Yeah. But we are, we are working hard, mate, daily, so meeting, with the, meeting with the government daily to get a process in place for these lockdown areas. Uh, for workers to be able to come back to work, whether they're within their areas or out, yep. whether that is testing twice a week, um, uh, surveillance testing, as was brought in for Fairfield, local government area, a couple of weeks ago, um, whether it's that. But I think the builders out there that have gone back to work today to prepare for Saturday yeah. need to get, to get together, make sure they are applying the processes that are in place on the sites yep. so that we don't have massive numbers on building sites so that we don't have the general public out there and other members of of the community that are sitting at home still mm-hmm. and unable to work are watching our building sites not operate in a way they should be well that's a really As good we,
0: point that's a really good point because we know that at the moment we're in a a dobbing um, atmosphere people are dobbing yeah. people in for everything uh, yeah. now the Uh, Preparatory works that are allowed from today, and uh, there's a big list here, uh, according to the public health order, checking or uh, uh, maintaining installation of equipment, uh, cleaning, uh, removing water. There's also, there's a range of issues, uh, and we don't need to go through all of the preparatory works, but it is important that tradies, builders, don't get a cold start when they return to work on Saturday. That's why from today they're allowed on site.
1: Yeah, and this has been a concern, Marcus, from uh, the beginning of the lockdown, that when it does start up again, if builders weren't able to come back until Saturday, workers wouldn't be on site until next week, mid-next week. Yeah, of course. And so they've got a couple of days uh, to get their house in order. As I said, everyone needs to just concentrate on setting up to make sure, as I've said in the past year, Marcus, there are processes in place on construction sites. They've been in place for 16 months. Yep. A lot of the builders have been able to update them mm-hmm. over the last three or four or five weeks and are implementing extra things around contact tracing on sites. Let's just, i say to all builders, let's just get it right. Don't expose the industry for the government to have to step back in at some point and close us down again. Let's everyone do the right thing. In regards to builders and get their sites up and running properly, ready for Saturday. Don't worry about productive work for the next couple of days. Get the sites ready. Yep. And we get a start on Saturday. As I said, it it is a a bit disastrous for the industry where, depending on the project, you could have anywhere from uh, 20 to 50% of of the site being able to work because of the lockdown areas, which we need to fix. And the way we are going to fix that is. By still sitting at the table talking to the government every day and showing health and the government that we have implemented systems and they are working. And well, they're in right. place on other jobs.
0: And that's right a COVID safety plan uh, and the building industry building and construction industry is very good at creating plans that uh, we know uh, you need to have a uh, you know safe work plan according to work cover and there's a whole range of regulations uh, that ensure that the building industry in Australia is as safe and regulated as possible now we, we of course because we've got, a, apart from obviously a few tragic incidents, we've got a pretty good record. So uh, hats off to the construction industry because we've done a pretty good job of just getting on with it, building and constructing in a safe manner. So I think the industry can be trusted once, you know, a COVID-19 safe, uh, safety plan is in place and all of the issues, uh, as you've been working very diligently and hard on, are uh, set in place for a start on Saturday. But tell me... There's a bit of an issue here, residential premises. Now, John Barillaro, the Deputy Premier yesterday, kind of fumbled and stumbled a little bit when he was asked questions in relation to this about who can be there, who can't be there, and all the rest of it. Can you confirm or clarify? Because at the moment, it seems to me to be as clear as mud when it comes to work on residential premises. That is, you know, not on a job site that's on a greenfield site, you know, a, a construction zone.
1: Yeah, Mark, as far as I'm aware, the residential construction will be able to work from the 31st of July. The the HIA, from discussions I've heard, not not been a part of, but have heard the detail where they are going to limit as much as possible um, how many subbies are on site, how many tradies are on site, different tradies at different times and things like that. Um, and put processes in place they can. They're obviously smaller projects, a lot more of them, but smaller projects. Yeah. Um, and do that. And I know with um, occupied residential premises, they are allowed to be working from the 31st um, of July. So for reno's and things like that. Yeah. They just they just what they've got in the order is there needs to be no contact between the trades and the residents that are in the house. So, that, so this is. is- this is yeah. the
0: concern. Sorry, Darren. This is the concern. I've got here the details. There will be a yeah. limit of up to two workers for indoor services and five workers for outdoor services, and works will yeah. only be possible where it is feasible for residents to vacate the area of works. This will require yeah. real physical separation, uh, and it goes on and on. Now, yesterday, when asked about this, the deputy probably couldn't explain it properly, and, and <laughs> rightly, a reporter asked, well, hang on, if it's a uh, residential property and we're asking people to remain at home uh, because they can't work, they can't go into work, uh, you know, we're encouraging everybody to stay home, then how is this feasible?
1: Yeah, very hard, mate. very hard to work out for the, a lot of the tradies that that do that home renovation stuff are small businesses, very small businesses, sometimes just a family and a couple of workers. Um, And I, I think from my read of it, the state government has tried to open up for them But yeah, I'll I'll, I'll wait and see how it's going to work for them, mate, with with what they've opened up.
0: Finally, the supply chain businesses, uh, that is businesses which are critical to the construction supply chain, they will be permitted to continue operations if they are located within an identified LGA. That is, you know, they can still provide or travel outside if they're essential and provide bricks and deliver timber trusses and all the rest of it to to these sites. Uh, What can you tell us about this?
1: Yeah, that was integral for the industry to get back up and running and start to operate on Saturday. So that is in play for them. There are processes, as I said, around sites for deliveries uh, that have been implemented and tightened over the past couple of weeks. And um, obviously drivers stay in their trucks whenever they turn up at site as much as possible Um, if, if they do get out of their trucks. Workers on site should be at least three metres away. Yeah. Um, they, they scan in and out of the job, they have their own toilets, so there are processes there. Yeah. deliveries. And I've got to say, as you said, Marcus, it, it is something that's needed, obviously, for the industry to get moving. It's been stagnant for two weeks, nearly two weeks now.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and yeah, it was an important part of changes to the order.
0: All right, Darren, good to have you on this morning. Very important information for our construction industry in Sydney. There is a slight light at the end of the tunnel. Um, keep yeah. fighting to get those other LGAs open as practical yeah. as possible because, as I say, that's where a lot of the... Uh, you know, we're talking about Campbelltown, Liverpool. Yeah. All of these areas are big construction zones and yeah. effectively it's it's kind of a half start, really, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Can I say, Marcus, just to, to end... I just want all construction workers out there in Greater Sydney to understand, as I said, this is a first step and we are working hard to get them back to work. Uh, we'll lock in processes. As I said, we need to show the government that the process we have and health, yep. that they're working and I'm confident and hope, very hopeful and confident that sometime next week we're at a stage where we can start having processes in place for workers to come back so our industry can open up right, and, and fully open up.
0: Thanks for coming on. We'll chat again probably in a week or so time just to see how things are progressing. Darren, thanks again.
1: Thanks, Marcus. Appreciate it.